That's the sound of ice breaking. Coming in hot and cold in this here cold open uh, for this week's episode. That's it, kids. It's not clever. It's kind of dumb. I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. Kenobi! Rebellions are built on hope. You are part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. Never tell me the odds. Well done. You're a rebel now. Hello there, Rebels. Welcome to Reckless Rebellion, the podcast with enough chaotic energy to fuel a Death Star all about the wars and the stars. I'm your rogue leader, electrifying force-sensitive native to the Chistus Embassy, Thomas Carter Rochester, and I am joined by the only mind that has ever existed in the Rebellion. You might call it the supreme intelligence of the Rebellion, our master of chaos and pod-racing enthusiast, King of the Hoth, Lee Kleinfeld. Hello. How you doing, Thomas? Happy holiday season. I hope you are well. I know that you are not the... The biggest holiday fan in the entire world, but that's okay. You know, I'm going to get you there. Me and you today, we're going to get into some festive spirit. We're going to drink some eggnog. We're going to sit around the fire. We're going to put on mm. that sweater that's kind of itchy, but you like it. It's like it hurts, but it's good. Um, and I don't know. What do you, What else do you do? String popcorn garland? Does anyone actually do that? It's, it's a good day to be here. I'm always happy when I get to sit down with you. It's me and you. Fireside chats. We're loving it. And yeah, just hanging out. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. I turned into Jack Black for about five seconds. I am not apologizing for a damn thing. You're welcome, world. On today's show, we have some Star Wars-themed conversation started for this holiday season. And a most depressing rebel report no there's gonna be news stories you're just we're it's we're doing this live i'm building this thing as we go so it's not just depressing stories there's uppers no there's some happy stories yay otherwise related otherwise it would be the nightmare before christmas you know what i'm saying so uh yeah so you've talked about you're good i'm 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 good. I'm here. I'm alive. We're good. I'm very tired. I uh, I now I'm at that point in my life where when I sleep wrong, I'm in pain for 72 mm. hours. I had a weird so. aging thing happen to me the other day where I was sleeping and I remember waking up and yawning really hard and then feeling like a pop. And then I woke up in the morning and my neck was all fucked. And I must have I yawned so hard that I like. <laughs> broke my neck i mean i'm fine now but like i couldn't move it's like i had like whiplash from this incredible yawn i've done that before uh like did something in my in my dream like made me arch out of bed and um i literally like popped my neck and like two vertebrae kind of like I, I literally crushed something in my neck and had to go to a chiropractor. And I was doing this for like the whole day and I would do that and just shirt shooting nerve pain up and down. This is years ago. Now I literally like my arm hurts, my shoulder hurts, my neck hurts. Getting old sucks, man. I'm not, not even that old. Bad. That's the worst part about it. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. Life is good. It's this any day on this side of the grass, my friend is a good day. 
is it though? It is. It is. <laughs> Life is good. Hey man, it's it I love we talked a little bit about it. I love the holiday season and it just I love doing this show. I love doing it with you. I love our brethren Jack. I love our brethren David. But it's the holiday season for me. You can see the Christmas tree behind me. The people listening can't. That like it just makes that all those feelings. I feel those feelings all year long, but it makes those feelings bubble up to the surface. And I just like I want to hold you guys close. Whether you're at home listening, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you're celebrating, Life Day, Festivus, all of it. It's just it's a good time to be alive, man. We're living the dream. We are. We are living the patriarchal corporate America dream. Well, you're not. You're in Canada. You're living you're living great. You have the Canadian dream. You've got universal health care. You have awesome syrup. But we don't have macaroni and cheese on Thanksgiving. And that, my friends, is a crime. Hey, you know, it's not as <laughs> we can't, bad we as can't all be winners. Here. We can't everyone's got their flaws. Yeah. yeah, you know, like uh hey, you you know what really you the biggest flaw about Canada? They don't have a single GTA game based off of their locations. Because we don't need it. We don't it'd be very boring. It's you're saying it sorry be... a lot. <laughs> you run someone over and be like, oh, don't don't you know, eh? Sorry, eh? Uh, <laughs> Let me tip I'm my mouthy hat. I'm excited for GTA 6. Vice City was my first GTA that I ever played. Was I 10 years old? You bet your sweet ass I was 10 years old. And then um, now it finally coming back to the Florida of it all. And the, the oh my God, there's so many straight up uh, actual news clips that they turned into news clips into this game that I'm like, this is, this is Florida man on Florida man on drugs on another Florida man. So this is going to be a fun time. I'm very excited about it, but we're not here to talk about GTA. But if we did talk about GTA, uh, it would probably fill up a whole show. I feel like we could talk through our histories, our favorite games, whether or not we got to play the hot coffee uh, modules. But we are here to dive into our favorite segment of every week that we actually have it. The Rebel Report News. News, 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 news. Hey, news, 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 news. Hey, news, news. The news. It is the news, and baby Jack Jack is not here, so I'm doing it in his stead. I hope I can fill those big, those very tiny tap shoes that he wears each and every week. I hope that I can do this justice. We got two stories on the docket today, Thomas, because it's been a little bit. And the last week has had some, I don't know, pretty big news stories. We're getting a kind of a clearer look of what Star Wars in 2024 is going to look like. And as a part of that, Thomas, mm. Andor Season 2 gets a discouraging yeah. release update. It's not like... I mean, we'll get into it. It's got a discouraging release update. This is coming from the direct.com an official Disney press release teasing upcoming releases for star Wars 2024 omitted the upcoming second season of star Wars Andor. while this doesn't officially confirm that star Wars Andor won't be released next year. It does make a delayed 2025 premiere window more likely making the letter op um, making the latter option more likely is the fact that this listing included Marvel studios 
Agatha Darkhold Diaries, with its release rumored to come in September 2024, even though that time frame wasn't made official or hasn't been made official yet. With Darkhold Diaries making that list and Andor Season 2 being left off, it appears likely that the hit Star Wars show was delayed from its initial 2024 release window. I heard you groan. I saw the eyes roll when I mentioned it, Thomas. So you're upset by this news. I understand. What do you think? What are your thoughts on Andor potentially being moved or it looks to be moved from 2024 to 2025? Bummer. Way to go, AMPTP. The amphitheater fuck boys with a PH. Uh, They ruined this. They've killed me. Uh, They smell like beef and cheese. They don't smell like Santa. Uh, this is a bummer, dude. I one of my we we had a different show planned for today, and one of my hot takes was about Andor season two. Oh wow! Um, and That's so, exciting. look for that show in a couple of weeks. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore because it does. It's not in twenty twenty four. That rhymed. Oh shit! Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, my I'll tell you now because I'm not going to remember by the time we ever do that show. Uh, I think it's a letdown. I think season two is going to be a letdown because of how season one was, how it melded together. Um, I don't know if everyone is going to enjoy it now that their expectations are so high. Yeah. I think that it's easy to surprise when the bar is so low. I could see, I can see that. I could see a world in which season two is maybe a step down. I don't know if it'd be a letdown. Um, I feel like it'd have to fall quite a ways for it to really disappoint me. I'm, sort of in agreement with you. I'm excited that we're getting more, obviously, and it's sad that we're not getting it sooner than later. Mm-hmm. I think this is just take your time. This is a cert- a uh, product of the circumstances in which this series is living in, um, and we're going to see a lot more of these sort of stories coming in the next little bit as Disney and all these studios rejig their schedule, one, because they're while stretching out their streaming calendars a little bit, and two, because of the effect everything the strike had on everything earlier this year. So I will greet it when it comes. We've still got plenty um, to get excited about. I don't have it in the doc, but I'll run you through, Thomas. They also talked about what is coming in 2024, which is exciting. So we are going to get Skeleton Crew has been listed 2024. Of course, that's going to be there. It was potentially going to come at the end of this year, but Disney stretching things out. As I said before, skeleton crew, the acolyte, the bad batch season three, not Andor, and then tales of the Jedi season two. Do you, are you excited? I mean, you're acolyte all over, of course of this bunch. Mm -hmm. I'll ask you this. So skeleton crew, acolyte, bad batch season three and tales of the Jedi season two. Where do you think that these things fall and in what order in 2024? You said them all. You said it twice, and I've forgotten three of them. So I think all I walk, hear is the acolyte. Th- which do you think comes first? Um, Skeleton Crew, I think, batch. is the bad. You think Bad Batch comes before Skeleton Crew? I think Skeleton Crew is yeah. going to be like, like, no, I, I, I think Skeleton Crew is going to be. I don't I don't know why they'd pump skeleton crew up any more than they like the rumor was it would be in November. It was right? supposed to be de- so, December of this year. I know, but we've got what if, right? Then we have Echo doing a full drop. I think they'll give some time. Yeah. So I, I think mean, it at, like March point, skeleton crew. Like I think immediately following Echo, see, the next thing would be skeleton crew. Well, Echo drops in like what? January, February, right? January. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, uh, and Bad Batch has started around March. I think for season one and season two may have been May. Season no, one was May. May 4th. And the second one was earlier in the year, right? Around the same time uh, leading yeah. into the Mandalorian. So I think they could do that again, where again, Bad Batch is a February type of thing leading into the March season, which I think could be Skeleton Crew. Do I want it to be the Acolyte? You bet your I think Acolyte's a, a Ahsoka slot thing next year. Dude, don't make me wait any longer for this. Disney. Disney <laughs> Dude, just get, be patient. It's going to be good when it gets here. I I'm think a dark stider. I don't have patience. August thing. And then <laughs> Tales of the Jedi, I could see fall into that, like, where what if is right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, a nice Tales of the Jedi definitely. Holiday I think, snack. I think Tales of the Jedi could also end up being like a May 4th all at yeah, one drop. For sure. Know? For sure. Um, and what am I? Was that just those four? Was it's just those fifth? four. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, maybe they'll space them out. Do I? At this point, Disney and their marketing team is smoking a lot of meth with their ability to promote things properly, um, which is really depressing. I've seen so much more marketing for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny than I did see for the Marvels, and I think that's ridiculous. So. You know, they maybe they just they set it up to fail. I'm 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 in my Grinch era. I don't know if the listeners can tell right now, but I'm just like looking at everything to set a fire and throw a Christmas tree and and quote one of my favorite quotes from the movie. Stupid Santa, stupid Christmas. And uh, I think he says something else, but that's where we're at. Don't I sound so happy? (laughs) You're a great mood. This will get you in a good mood, Thomas. The Daisy Ridley-led untitled Star Wars movie is reportedly beginning filming next year. This is from Bestman Bulletin, and early next year. According to production list, the untitled Ray Skywalker movie led by Daisy Ridley is looking to begin shooting on Sunday, the 7th of April, 2024. This listing specifically mentions that the flick will begin shooting on that date and not just, um, and not just marks the start of production. This is some commentary from Bestman Bulletin, but I do think it's valuable. Personally, I don't believe this date. Yes, the Daisy Ridley-led movie is supposed to film next year at Pinewood Studios London, according to their sources, but specifically when? I don't know. Thomas, is this date real? When do we see this movie come out? No, and 84 years. Uh, it's not real. I saw another report saying um, that there's not even a script ready. So uh, I would be very surprised if they start filming in April. And if they do, then I I need assurance, like reassurance that they had a script long before the writer's strike. Not that they threw together this script and started filming it within four months of each other. Because I, I at this point, we need a we need the next the first Star Wars movie to start filming has to hit they've had they've had a lot of opportunities you know i still stand by solo being a good one not great it's it's the middle of my pack it literally is the teeter-totter of you know there's more redeeming qualities in this movie than there are bad things in this movie whereas after that list it's the redeeming qualities have higher hits but there's so much more negative that the math is mathing there um it was just 
A, rushed at the end. B, they stuck with a stupid May release date six months after The Last Jedi. They didn't read the room there. So if they don't read the room now after Book of Boba Fett, Mando Season 3, the Ahsoka finale, which has been very up for debate uh, for different circles, like some people love it, some people hate it. I think they have to hit on the next movie or otherwise uh, Star Wars could be in serious jeopardy. That I don't know. I'm not trying to be, like be the Grinch here. I'm, no, I, I'm, I don't think you're being alarmist at all. I like. I, think, I, I really don't. Yeah, this is normally I'm taking over Jack on this one for sure. I feel like I'm channeling Jack Pews right now, our Lord and Savior Jacksonville Pews, because uh, like I like all the movies. I mean, I love all the movies. Don't let me lie to you. But he he's definitely more critical on these things, and he's always like saying, "We got to hit. We got to hit." And when it comes to a Daisy Ridley led movie. I think it has to hit more than the others because it's continuing on the story and it's we live in this really stupid society that hates women leading movies and they like to be like, oh, it's just a Mary Sue and beepity boppity boo. And I'm like, listen, dude, graduate high school before you start talking shit. <laughs> You're going after the keyboard warriors today. Um yeah, I, get a job, nerds. <laughs> some grass. No, you don't say nerds. I figured out that the ultimate insult at especially people who will come at you in the comments and stuff like that is virgin. You yell virgin at them and they get very mad. They I don't it's just it's something that they're very self-conscious about, I get, I guess. Um I don't know if this April 7th date is real. I don't think it is, but I don't think it's very far off. I have a feeling this movie will be done shooting before like next fall. I, I think that this movie is probably going to start. It'd be cool if they announced like, Hey guys, we've started shooting. Production has started at May 4th or like on May 4th. Um, yeah. Just like saying that it's happening or at least giving a date. Uh, I, I bet you by the end of June, they've, they've started filming this thing. And I think that this is the, tw I think this is coming out in 2025. Okay. I, I have a feeling that if they're moving, if they are actually eyeing up filming dates right now, you get it done by September, maybe, let's say, and then you give it 14 months uh, post-production time and really let them sink their teeth into it and give these visual effects workers the time and uh, to, to work on this stuff. Um, and I think 14 months doing that is is enough is a lot that's are about you what high avatar, that's what that's what avatar 2 had for post-production yeah but it had 10 years of pre-production yeah but okay so but like that's what you got to think about here is that the visual effects stuff specifically for like they're not going to get more time than that though 14 months i uh, yeah of post-production of post-production and we've had five months of pre-production. Well, we don't know that. This thing's they they announced it in April. Yes, it could have been it could have been being worked on. I mean, it's technically been worked on for years, but then they, yeah. we had left a writer, brought in a new writer. But that all that news is when they want us to find out. This could have been, this 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 may have well has been in the works for that writer could have been brought on this time last year like we have no idea i mean sure it 
Sure. I'm trying to think of like the timeline of the Damon Lindelofs being on, then the switch, then. But it wasn't the thing with the switch is this isn't like like Blade where they did a page one rewrite. Like this was a they took the outline of his story and they are like it wasn't a full rewrite. They rewrote the script, but it's it is they're still using the same story. Whereas like with Blade, they've been through like five different like just like whole stories where they're completely changing out the narrative of what's happening. Whereas this is like, okay, well, let's take elements from that and incorporate into this thing. I don't think it's unrealistic to think this hits 2025. I like your optimism. It's going to happen. 2025 is going to be a year, man. We're going to have, obviously you just said GTA six. We're going to have Batman two. We're going to have Superman. Like we're going to have star Wars. I'm just saying it. We're, we're going to get fantastic four as well, but like we will have star Wars in December, 2025. I'm calling it right now. I wish Jack were here so we could do our take on it, our temperature take. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is what it is. That is it for the Rebel Report. As always, if you want all the latest news about the Star Wars universe, be sure to check out your friendly neighborhood Star Wars news site. Today's stories came from direct.com and Bespin Bulletin. Just remember... Cite your sources, kids. There is a fantastic uh, YouTube video going around about plagiarism right now, four hours long by H. Bomber guy. And he taught me one thing in those four hours, and that is cite your sources. It's the most important thing you can do. I feel like I watched the documentary already. No, it's so good. It's there. <laughs> oh my gosh, Thomas. It just, there's, I, there are entire YouTube empires built on just like literal people stealing word for word stealing. Yeah, that sounds expected. I hate it. I hate it. I'm grinching so hard right now. Uh, You know, uh, here's here's something that I've noticed, Klein. When you and Jack go on the direct and you'll have a story that you'll talk about, when it comes time for the rebellion, we don't talk about it. Because I want to talk about Dave Filoni's quote about the force. Because I think people are blown. Did it we out not talk about that here? I thought we no. did. I no. thought we talked about it last week. No, I don't remember talking about it last oh. week. Was just the football draft. Do you want to do that? We can do that right now. I I thought I I'm so sorry. I'm, I would love to talk about that. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it dropped like over the weekend. Um, because I it was in the we DM'd about it. And I just want to say, uh, I think it was maybe it was you. And okay. You just like so this is coming from Star Wars Holocron over on Twitter. We'll jump into this. I could have sworn we talked about it, but I'm on so many podcasts that I it it gets jumbled up. You're too fucking famous for I'm us. Too famous. This is from uh, inter- an interview with EW. I'm pulling this from Star Wars Holocron. Dave Filoni says that anybody can become a Jedi if they receive enough training. Quote. If you pay attention to the films, you understand that the Force is an energy field created by all living things, but it takes time and commitment. Thomas, you want to talk about it, so we will jump to you. Yeah. This divided the internet. Like This divided Star Wars fans. People are like, I agree. Other people are like, what the fuck? Um, where do you stand? Where are you planting your flag? If you go listen to the direct podcast, I guess where I talked about this, I said that I 
think the magic of Star Wars is that anybody could like it can be anyone, but I want to mm. know what you think. So uh, the 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 tweet that's been going around, right? I I don't think I've not read the the full interview, but I don't I doubt he says anyone can be a Jedi with the right training. I think it's exactly what the quote says, which is just, anyone can wield the force. It yeah. takes time and commitment to wield the force. Here we go. Everyone wants to be like, what's the word? Uh, absolutist here. Everyone's a fucking Sith. It's like, well, wielding the force means you're a Jedi. Eh, wrong. A Jedi is a cult that you follow a specific set of beliefs. Then you also have an entire collective of force wielders in the High Republic era that live on the... the uh, well, the name that I brought up the, was, what's his name from Rogue One? I Shira think he's technically a force user. He is. But he's not a Jedi. Exactly. Technically, Maul is a force user, but not a Jedi, nor a Sith. Then you've got some folks like Asajj Ventress when she falls. Then you have people who are force sensitive, but never knew that they were force sensitive. Uh, or we're not force sensitive enough. So a lot of what they do in the High Republic is just talking about the force. There's an entire, um, the High Council, I believe is what they call it, on uh, the Pilgrim Moon of Jeddah, which we've all visited. I mean, Sheridan Wake, what a guy. We know him. That has uh, an, a few different sects. I want to say seven sects of different force users. Some of the light, some of the darkness, some use magic like Night Sisters. And so what the quote is saying, which is a hundred percent true, and I stand by it, Jack Pews was very upset. Luke Skywalker had zero, zero showings of him having the force before his moment at the end of Star Wars. Then his very next is pulling the lightsaber up. But what he has is, but he has it in his blood. I think what people are no, taking this and to that's mean. That's the problem. That's what everyone will. It's like, well, yeah, well, Luke Skywalker has it in his blood. Exactly. He's got the blood of the greatest Jedi of all time. And it took him 19 years to even recognize. It. I think, but the name that people keep coming back to here that, that has really divided people is. Oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Ahsoka. Oh. Sabine Ren. Sabine. Sabine, exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm like, I saw Natasha Louis Bordizo's name in my head, and I'm like, that's not her name. Her name's not Natasha. Sabine Wren. And it's that, I mean, we don't know what her blood looks like, so who knows? But it's assumed that what he means by this is that you and I, anyone in the universe, wicked, anybody, with enough time and commitment can go from nothing to the level of a Jedi or to like a force user, let's call it. I don't think it has anything to do with the people that have it in their blood. It's these, it's the everyday. I don't want to call them everyday. Cause like Sabine's cool. She's a Mandalorian. She's like a very fierce warrior, but like the people who it's not assumed that they would, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, Sabine Wren is of Clan Wren of House Vizsla. Vizsla, you know, dating back to the first Jedi Mandalorian. People seem to forget that. Here's your reminder. Ding, ding, ding. Um, and his specific quote 
is not about the Jedi, which I really want to stress. I think that's why everyone's losing their minds. It's about just about it. using the force. Yeah, it's about using the force. We have seen her use the force in very small, subtle ways in Rebels. And it's all about being blocked. And everyone wants to say, yeah, but it just happened too fast. Because you can remove a blockage like that. A, it's called therapy. Children, go touch some grass. Talk to someone who's... I almost said who's famous. No, talk to someone talk who to cares. Someone famous. <laughs> talk to someone who cares. Find your nearest talk. red carpet and berate any celebrity you can find <laughs> with your problems. Emma yes. Stone, I have issues. I had a weird dream last night. Oh my God, that would be... Oh God, I would hate to be a celebrity if that was what life was truly like. But... um. So that's one way, but her main blockage was a her her self doubt, b the doubt of her master, and she, she had no one to help her. Like she had no one, no one to open the door. Yes, exactly. And she was doubt and like pent up. And then the first time she actually relaxes in the entire series is when she's reunited with Ezra, and she's got that weight off her shoulders, like. Oh my God, I, I did it. I at least found Ezra. I'm probably not going to go home because like, I don't know how we're going to be able to pull that off. But hey, I found him. You know, that's half the battle. Um, I have this off of my conscience, this great weight and doom off my conscience. That's step one. Step two was when Ahsoka came and she's like, you know, and it's like, I thought you had died. And she's like, and miss this reunion? Like, and she's like, oh, then they have that great talk. Like, you're not mad. It's like, no, I'm not mad. Like, I get it. Uh, in the past, I probably would have been mad, but I see clearly now. Like, I was slightly wrong, and I did doubt you. This is not verbatim, but it's the implication of that discussion. And so, once that's off, she's like, "Well, well, now, like, it's just me. Now I have to look back at my training that I've put in." And trust in it. Trust in the training. That's why you do all those reps. That's why you lift all those weights for football. That's why you practice to be perfect. Because when the time comes and life or death happens, yeah. Did I, do I wish that she would have shown a little bit more throughout the series? Like move the cup. Like she looks at this, the cup wiggles and she doesn't realize it. Yeah, of course. That would have been a beautiful setup. But she had put in time and training that we did not see. A, that's kind of a cop-out. I recognize that. B, I don't give a fuck. It was 10 years. But then, once the, 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 the conscience is cleared, she's able to feel the force, to use the force. She's one with the force. Whereas, great example, you use Chiridimwe, his brother, whose name I do not remember. They were both, uh, as it's implied from the discussion, he was a believer and he could... Uh, he had tapped into it at a certain time, but he no longer believed, right? So there's two difference, two differences right there. Once you no longer believe, it goes away. That's what this entire quote's about. Takes time, takes training, takes belief. It's not much different than religion and faith, even. And that is where I stand. I love his quote. I stand by his quote. I agree with the quote. And I think people are trying to like draw a line in the sand far too often. And then they just want to be ignorant on either side of it. Right. 
I see both sides. And I think that people should just pipe down and look at the actual wording, the grammar he uses and stop trying to, well, he's saying this. Well, he's saying this. No, he's saying exactly what he said. Like, stop twisting it and spinning it to have rage or to have glee. Just let it be what it is, man. Just like yeah, Christmas. Man. Just let it be what it is, man. <laughs> I think that honestly what he's doing is just keeping the doors open for whatever comes next. <laughs> Broom boy! <laughs> yeah, because he does not want to shut any of the doors. Okay, that is it for the Rebel Report. I'm glad we did that, Thomas. Thank you for stopping me. You're welcome. No, thank you, Klein. You beautiful son of a bitch. You. Uh, with that, we're going to take it. Not a brief ad break. We're going to jump right on into our real flagship topic. That's me again. That's uh, it's basically my show this week. We are going to be doing some more Star Wars icebreakers. Yes, it is just the two of us. This is what we do when it's just the two of us. We hang out. We have some good conversations starting conversations that's not that's bad podcasting um and we hash it out you can get these cards that i'm using it is a pack from chatpack.com conversation starters star wars conversation cards they are so good they are so great i have yet to use them on my family and i don't think i'm going to because if i ask my mom what her favorite droid is i think she might look at me like i'm speaking a foreign language but that's okay. That's why we're here. So we're going to talk, go through a few of them. Thomas, are you ready to go? Yeah. Okay. Number one, it is a, there's different categories on these cards, which I really like. This is a character card. Okay. What is your favorite Luke Skywalker moment? Oh, man. Uh, ooh, uh, that's ooh, a really uh, good one. That's a really good one. My, my mind instantly goes to just staring out over the twin suns when we get binary sunset for the first time. Really do love that a lot. Um, I, I, I love, uh, maybe it's the quote, but it's like, I'm, my name is Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. Like, I love that. I just love that energy, that peppish boyishness. Um, man. Is it even really a Luke Skywalker moment if he's just staring at the sun? No, I, I would think I would consider that. I like I'm when he kills with... his mom. What? <laughs> when he kills his what? mom. Because he... she gives he... birth to him and she dies. Oh, man. No, no, no. no. That's I was going to say, um, Jesus One of my Christ. favorite Luke Skywalker moments that I'll never forget, as silly as the shot is, is um, the end of Force Awakens. Like the the hand holding yeah. out, like I think that was seeing that for the first time and going back and analyzing it. It's like, why is this egregious helicopter shot here all of a sudden? Like, what's going on? <laughs> He's just looking at her. Um, but in the moment, like that was magic. Like the whole yeah. realizing when you sat down, like, oh my gosh, Luke's not in this. And then at the very end, getting that like one moment, it's oh my goodness, this is so good. And another sequel trilogy moment that I really like is um the him retelling what happened to Kylo to Ray, mm. uh, yeah. which I really like because you get that and then like the dueling perspective of the same story. I've always liked that device um, where Kylo tells the same thing, but he's got some good moments. The his kind of final stand in the Last Jedi is really good too when he goes down onto crate and is or is it crate with this with the salt. 
Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. I thought it was great. Um, and he goes down there and has like that that holographic projection moment is just is so cool. And I I would automatically just say the binary sunset scene, mm-hmm. but that's uh become a trope for me because it's my favorite musical moment in Star Wars. It's one of my favorite, like just like it's it gives me goosebumps every time. So I think, yeah, that's any others that you can think of. Yeah, um, the hallway scene, like just slaying some droids. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. that's a, that is up there. I really love uh, his chat with Yoda before they die. What about he's when he's sitting there? on top of his house as a little kid pretending it's a pod racer? <laughs> that's not bad either. <laughs> that's yeah. Uh, good or time. when Obi Wan comes up to him for the first time and he goes "Hello there," and we all went, "Oh my god, he said the thing." That fucking time. Um. Oh, there's another thing that he did. Ah, uh, no, it was the comics. Never mind. Doesn't really count, I guess. No, maybe it's maybe throw it out there. It counts. He steals a cannon. ship and tries to do the uh, the. Oh my God! What is it? Uh, please help me. The pod racing race. Boon to Eve. Boon to Eve. And he tries to go through Boonta's. Uh, I think it's Boonta's canyon or something something canyon and he almost makes it but crashes and his uncle is pissed and uh really good really great comic moment i also like when he goes we i want to go to hitachi station for some power converters uh notice that we didn't say trench run either of us like probably the like the definitive luke skywalker moment if you really it's it we can split here i would say it's one of the most iconic moments in movie history is the thing is um oh yeah up there with no, no, no. <laughs> uh always a classic hey that's how you know that he's oh, actually Sun. no shout out to the opening of return of the jedi i've always yeah, loved good. that him that's showing up one. luke all dressed in black with his green saber and just wrecking shop is so cool are you ready for the next one yeah each member of the Bad Batch has qualities that give the team an edge in the battlefield. What is something different or unique about you, your friends, your siblings that gives you an unexpected advantage? So we'll do you. What is something unique about you that gives you an unexpected advantage? What would you be known for? There's tech. He's the tech guy. There's Wrecker. He's the I'm going to run through walls guy. What would you be known for in the Bad Batch? I feel like. You know what? Let's do each other, Thomas, because I have a really good answer yeah, for you. Please, that's that. that I feel like feel you would be the spiritual one of the bad batch. <laughs> wow. You would be like, okay, guys, we did it. We did the battle. Like, let's meditate. Let's let's stretch. Like, you would be the. I think you would actually be a very valued piece of the bad batch team because you are so. You would like you would level them out. Rekka would be like, I'm Rekka. I'm gonna run through the wall, and you're like. That was awful. That was so bad. So fucking fun. And and afterwards, (laughs) you'd be like, okay, Wrecker. And like, you'd talk to them and like, you'd be like basically the therapist, which I I think is needed on every team. Super needed. I don't, uh, if I'm the therapist, we're all fucked. Uh, (laughs) I think, I think you would be, I, I'm, you're like the you're the jovial one. You're gonna bring good energy. Mm. You're gonna you're gonna. I'm just bring, the vibes guy. Well, you're, yeah, <laughs> you bring there. the vibes. I have but, no actual utility. Hold the phone. But because you're the vibes guy and everyone loves it, when you have an idea, 
and you say it, it's then like that we need to do that. Whether it's we're doing this party or you know what? You're right. That was a shitty plan. He said that's a bad plan and his plan is a little bit better. And because he's always got good vibes, we got to we got to ride the wave, baby. I'm just a star Lord. Like I'm just there. I'm really, I just bring people together and let them figure it out. Just like David Thompson, just like David Thompson, the, (laughs) the bringer of people next. Oh, what is, what, what, what would you rather have a Mandalorian jet pack or a Jedi a 99 Aquata breather? I think that's the things they put in their mouth when they like go and swim underwater. So would you rather have a jet pack or be able to just like, I guess, swim in perpetuity underwater? That's actually really tough. If you don't know, I love swimming. Um, I love swimming too. I was built for the water. I'm going to go jetpack because I'm like, where would I swim? Salt water. What's in salt water? Sharks. Manta rays. Dolphins. uh, Sea turtles. Starfish. Cthulhu. Nemo. uh, Godzilla. You know, so like safety first. He can run now. People don't like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. megalodon! That's a megalodon. So you'd go jetpack? Yeah, I'd, I wanna, I wanna fly away. Go fly, fly with me. I think I would also pick jetpack just because it would be a more. I would get more use out of it. I think I would like to be able to breathe underwater. That'd be really nice, but. Being able to just like fly anywhere and those jetpacks move. Like you can get going pretty fast. I put on a helmet, I put on a visor, and I just go as the crow flies. I don't need to take the highways anymore. I can just yeah. drive to Vancouver. I fly to Vancouver. I can get anywhere. Like I think that that would be instead of a 16 hour drive, I was just zoop up in the sky and go straight. Uh, I, I think Love I would it. use that a lot more. Yeah. Never I love that. traffic again. Fuck traffic. God, it's my it's, it's like 75% of my anger every day. Old people drive bad in Florida. <laughs> also, there's just something I I'm just gonna put it out there. I know this isn't the hot take podcast. There's just something about American roads that like everyone is trying to go everywhere at the same time, and there's just no logic to any of it and every it's so inefficient i don't know what it is i'm not saying traffic here is all that like just great there is awful but like every especially big american city that i've been in you go to la you're in your car for two-thirds of your day atlanta was the same thing it's like you try to get anywhere and there's just it's shoulder to shoulder everywhere yeah, you need to go to like some more like back roads place to see what it's like to drive because there's also well, I'm talking just like the like like city driving because I'm sure there's plenty yeah. of the country that is immensely easy to drive. If I'm out in Wyoming in the middle of nowhere, just just heading for the heartland, man, just going to see the, those pine trees and <laughs> Sasquatch or whatever. I don't know. Uh those rolling hills, John Denver country. I'm sure it's easy to drive, but I'm not there. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Um, you should. You, 
it's all right. We'll, we'll worry about driving another day. Where we're going, we don't need roads. And that is the <laughs> especially next topic. you must have seen the next one. Okay, I did. X-wing and Y-wing pilots are assigned to groups like Gold Squadron, Rogue Squadron, Red Squadron. What would you name your squadron, Thomas? Dude, this is the best question we've gotten from this. <laughs> and it is the simplest one, I feel like. Because I'm over here like, yeah, what would I call my squad? I want it to be really cool. I want it to strike fear when I come over the radio and I'm like pulling up to some planet or ship and they're like, are you able, allowed to be in this airspace or whatever? And I'd be like, this is the leader of blank squadron. And they'd all go, oh shit, it's them. It's like like the Black Pearl rolling up to your yeah. I feel like Black Squadron would be cool. Death Squadron, is it Metal Squadron, Obsidian Squadron, Obsidian Cull. Mm. Whoa, that's really yeah. good. Thrasher, Flashing, Lightning, Bolt Squadron, Skin I, like- Squadron. Phoenix Squadron is really cool. That's really uh, I, cool. I, like, I love Phoenix we Squadron. We in the ashes. Shout out the Rebel crew. Um, rogue Squadron. I have a. I just like the word rogue. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh my Never god! It. It's a rogue. Um, and it, it, that's the thing is, it's got to be like short syllables. So like Lightning Squadron is. It doesn't, it's it doesn't too many. It's yeah. too many. Yeah. Um, Metal Squadron. That's pretty lit. Pretty litty. Liddy, Liddy, Liddy. Oh, I've got, I've got one, I've got one. It's Chimera the Maris Squadron. Oh, okay. Zenith Squadron. Ooh. <laughs> I, I don't like know. It, it just sounds cool. <laughs> it does sound cool. Uh, Kraken Squadron is pretty dope. Sharp Tooth Squadron. I don't know. I feel like. I feel like I'm going to think of something super dope later on, and I'm going to be real pissed about it. Purgle Squadron. <laughs> Purgle Squadron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. There is a – trying to think of like this. There's a fucking – oh, you know what? Um. Oh, my God. Shrika Rai Squadron. That's what – that's Whoa. mine. Yeah. Uh, they're called the Nameless. They are – Beasts, or in fact, maybe Nameless Squadron. Nah, it's too stupid sounding when you say it out loud. But Shrikari, I believe is what it is. They are beasts that feed off of Force users. So they literally suck the life force out of beings and feed off of them that way. It's the primary weapon against the Jedi in the High Republic right now. And you say, like, they have a little thing. It's like... um. It's a nursery rhyme. It's basically like, oh my god! I, I you go. I'm gonna look up this nursery rhyme so you understand how scary it is. I said what Zenith Squadron. Story? That's what I like. Oh, you're this, going this, with this, Zenith. Yeah, squadron? Zenith. That is what I'm doing. Zenith Squadron. Okay. I don't know. It has no meaning in Star Wars. It's Zenith is just a cool word. That's it. That's like, and it's gonna strike fear in anyone they see. I don't even know what a Zenith is. I don't need to know. It's cool. Um, do 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 one shocker squadron named after the coolest spider-man villain okay all right venom squadron oh Oh, Oh. yeah i like that i like that one that's a better Um, record than what i was doing (laughs) yeah i've been doing it um for a long long time i suppose 
Shri Karai, yes. Eaters of the Force or Force Eaters is the uh the whatchamacallit? Oh my god, where is the nursery rhyme on here? Go away, go away. Once you see us, you'll turn to dust. That's basically like the, the Yeah. So it's like, oh, I don't know what that is. And then it's like, oh, but by the way, yeah, it's DC son of a bitch. Um, yeah, I'm not saying it. So, but basically the end of it is like, once you see us, you'll turn to dust. And I think that is a beautiful, terrifying idea for a squadron. Shrikarai. Squadron. Yes. All right. Well, let's well, let's do, hold on. Let's do a little audio drama. I'm, I'm flying in, right? You're okay. TSA, yeah. right? Yeah. And I, I say, um, excuse me, unauthorized uh, aircraft in airspace to planet Klein. What be your business? This is Captain Aldo of the Shrikarai Squadron. You know of us. So don't, don't think for a second that you're going to get away any different than the rest of us. We're here to find a villain. And we're going to make damn certain we bring him to justice. If you don't, that justice will be unmitigated. Once you see us, you'll be dust. Oh, shit. Go through. If I, if I, don't, <laughs> I feel like if I'd have like wrote something down a little faster instead of just, you know, improving that whole shit, it would have been more coherent. But have no, our no, women no. and children as well. Bye. I just did. <laughs> Thank Man. you very much. Um next up, if you had to take down a crate dragon, who in the real world would you ask to help you? In the real world? Yes. To take down a crate dragon, who would you ask to help you in the real world? I'm trying to think of anybody I know that might be a fighter pilot. <laughs> I was going to say dead or alive. And my answer is Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. Because oh, we would tame that son of a bitch. It would be ours. <laughs> okay. I like that. Yeah. Uh, dead or alive, I'm going to go with the fighter pilot uh, Oppenheimer. Oh. yeah baby yep. nuke it done all right i'm done that's my winning one <laughs> if you constructed your own lightsaber what materials would you use for the hilt well i made mine so i mine's made yeah. of metal i, I uh, stick. i'm trying to like I feel like it, years it, would have wood inlay in it yeah just, just you inside give off star wars just yeah. inside star wars or like using anything in our reality anything That's what I, I guess so like i can use some marvel stuff oh <laughs> i think about like the real world i think like a marble okay. Well, you said you said anything, so yeah. that's why I was like, "Oh, wait, that's not just real world." Okay, so you just real it, world, you could do it. I don't know. I'll make mine out of uru. You know what I was saying? Oh, the harness, the lightning. Yeah, sure. Bolt, lightning lightsaber. Yeah, I like it. No, um, definitely would have some wood inlays in there. Uh, it would work out. I mean, it would look so good. But I want it to feel right. I want it to be well balanced as well. So, touch of metal, touch of wood. And a little bit of, uh, is it a foam? There's a specific 
material phone. I'm thinking of where like certain sections would need that so that your hand actually imprint like it imprints like memory foam. in a way. Yeah. So what I'm thinking is like with the toy lightsabers that I have, right. Um, the way that the plastic sits, once it gets sweaty, it starts to slide. You get Whereas, sweaty with your lightsabers a lot. Yeah, buddy. You know, I train every day. You know, I, I, your like, just like, just like Dave Filoni said, with time and commitment, you know, that's all you need. And I've been working, I've been putting in that work. You know, I've been, <laughs> I've been trying to get a motherfucking scholarship. I'm glad. To the Jedi Academy. So, uh, but yeah, no, like, there'd be, uh, I noticed that there are certain spots on the lightsaber where I'm like, man, a piece of foam right there would work amazing wonders with like my neurodivergent things that I need while I'm holding stuff. And yeah, like a, it would be like a place to toggle without a toggle fucking with the lightsaber. I want okay. it to be holistic. I like it. I like it. Um, next question. Not what job do you want? What job okay. would you have in the Star uh, Wars universe? I'd probably be, uh, I mean, I'd probably be a fucking engineer. But you'd be building Star Wars stuff, which is cooler than what, <laughs> cooler than real world stuff. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I would have that job that the two guys have in Phantom Menace that are calling the, um, they're like doing play by play <laughs> of the, yes. uh, of the yeah. pod racing scene. That would be voiced by all. What's his name? He's from uh, whose lines? Is that anyway, who voices what? those guys? Um, but Drew Carey? That, no, it's not Drew Carey. It's one of the like Ryan Styles. Colin, it's not Ryan Styles. It's the one with the glasses who guests every once in a while. He's oh got really my god, hair. Greg Pope. Bre- yes. Greg Probst. Probst. Yeah. Probst? So uh, that's Probst. that's yeah. the voice of those guys in Phantom Menace. That makes sense, actually. That's what I would do. Young Anakin Skywalker having some trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you rather ride a Rancor or a Bantha? I was like, yeah, Rancor. And then you said Bantha, and all I can think of is like a Bantha. Uh, <laughs> so I, I would definitely rather ride a Rancor. Um, I, I love Godzilla, so like it'd be like riding a Star Wars Godzilla in a way. Yeah. <gasps> Sorry. Go back and going back to the 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 squadron thing. Zillow squadron. Zillow. There are Zillow. Zillow's a thing. Yeah. Or that's Zepho. Sorry. Zillow is what people oh. used to like. No, buy Zillow stuff. Beast. The Zillow Beast. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Um. But also Zepho squadron or Bantha. Yeah, this is a toughie. Do you like woolly mammoths or do you like tall slimy I, lizards? I don't really particularly enjoy either of them. I feel like it'd be easier to ride a Bantha because it's more on all fours. Whereas a Rancor to ride, you're you're up there, and if you lean back too far, you're you're tumbling away, tumbling down. I would much rather ride like one of the things that like attacks Padme and Anakin and Obi Wan in the oh yeah, um, like the Triceratops looking one. Yes. Or even I, like the praying mantis looking, any of them would be cool. The saber tooth cyber one. Yeah. Yeah. Those would be more fun, but that wasn't the question. No, it wasn't. I, I think I would give Bantha. 
Also, I looked up a picture of Banthas just now. Weird lips, man. Just like they've got these weird, like <laughs> human like lips. I don't like it. I got DSLs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I know. That's gross. I don't like that at all. Yeah, they have a lot of Botox going into those lips, let me tell you. Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Let's get away from here as quick as we can. If you were a Grogu, would you have chosen to stay and train with Luke Skywalker or return to the Mandalorian Dinjarin? Why? If I were Grogu with his same experience, I yeah. am going to take it. I would yeah. have done exactly what he chose. Mm-hmm. He needs community more so than he needs isolation. I look at Ben Solo and say, yeah, you know what he needed? His fucking dad around. I would have chosen because like, you know, we've been saying the theme of the episode with time and commitment, you can do anything. So uh, he can strengthen his powers in the force. He's homies with Ahsoka, right? I guess that doesn't really count now that she's in another fucking galaxy. But hey, uh, I would have definitely chosen for the community of it all. Um, I don't like the teachings of the Jedi, uh, mostly because they are aggressively flawed and really fast. Is Luke still a Jedi at this point? In when it happened? Yeah. Yeah. Or is he kind of seen through all of that? No, he hasn't seen through the lies of the Jedi yet. That's later on in life. Because Grogu, I, I yeah. mean, again, yeah. I'm going through like Book of Boba Fett. He's yeah. still trying to be the legend, Luke Skywalker. Um, and uh, I didn't mention this when I was talking about the Eye of Darkness, I believe it was, for the High Republic, the newest book. They talk about the difference between emotional attachment and at, like in like you need to let go of your emotional attachment. But like that's why a lot of Jedi used to get it on back in the day. Oh, it's because they would be able to release their emotional attachment to the situation and just enjoy in the moment and what the force led them to do. And that is not, it's like, let go of everything you must know. And it's like, how do you let go of something that's here? And then it's like, well, how do you let go of something that's not here? And it's all about the emotion, which is not what they were saying and making it clear. Come Anakin Skywalker, you, sir. Would you choose to stay with Daddy Denjarin or with Uncle Luke Skywalker? I would do what I believe, which is <laughs> I'm vamping. Um, I would stay because I think that oh, I don't want to say anything that you know what? Fuck it. I know the hot take thing is coming. I think that Baby Yoda going back with Din Djarin is just as bad on the scale of as bad looking back at it as the introduction of Metachlorians. Wow. I think that it is a huge disservice to his character. And if I'm Grogu, I think that's a huge disservice to me for me to think that I, yes, I need family. I need daddy. I need that and that and that. I could be so much greater than I am. And I, I, to realize my full potential, I have to make sacrifices. I'm staying with Luke for a little while longer. Distance makes the heart grow stronger, Thomas. We'll get that distance. And then in a few years, when I'm fully powered but just as adorable, I will come back. And me and my boy, Din, will be buddies again. But for now, Daddy, I got to go. You literally just shamed a child. 
A toddler. I, no, he's he's hundreds of years old. He's 50 years old and he's developing at a slow rate that makes him a fucking child. I stand by everything I said. He can't speak. I don't he care. can't stop his urge to eat. You want to know who might be able to teach me to speak? Luke Skywalker, who's a functional, capable man, instead of this bumbling badass known as Din Djarin. It sounds pretty functional and capable to me. No, but he's not. Okay, he's functional and capable. He's not going to be able to teach me how to speak. I'm being held back with Din Djarin. Debatable. I am. What's he going to teach me? Oh my, yeah, no, he cannot, he is nowhere near let's, the mentor that Luke Skywalker could be for me. Let's revisit this when we have all four of us. No, this, this is we're doing yeah. this now, right now. We're doing this now? All right, man, you're fucking high, okay? No, I'm not. How? You're saying, How? you're saying okay, that. Okay, so Thomas, Thomas. He Thomas, made a mistake. He can made I a mistake ask you something? What do you love more than anything? Football, Food. right? Okay, yeah. Football. What do those kids do from a young age? They specialize. It's the same in any sports. Like I'm I'm a football player. I'm gonna Beautiful. specialize. I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go to the best school. It might be away from my parents, but I'm gonna go do it because it's gonna make me the it's gonna make me better. It's gonna make me realize the potential that I have within me. Instead of staying there and playing tiddlywinks in the backyard. I'm going to go and I'm going to realize the talents that I have, but have not refined. I don't think that he can do that with Din. You're right. He's going to learn entirely new skills and get a different but specialty. No, but, and he's going to be trained uh, for violence. The boy wants to kill people. The boy is a violent little shit. He watched everyone he loved die around him in the Jedi temple as a fucking infant. And now 26, seven years later, after the fall of the Jedi, he's around and he's like, I've lost too many people, but I'll kill a bitch if I have to. And Luke Skywalker's not going to let him kill anybody. No, because he's going to teach him to be better than that. Fuck that. Why? Because he's already saved plenty of people for love and hasn't had to kill anyone yet, but he's learning how to truly defend himself and others with more than just the force. Because when he uses the force, he gets wiped out. However, comma, when he uses Mando fucking tech with the force, he's OP. I hate that. I hate it. I hate you. No, it's. Oh my god! Like that is like saying that's like saying, "Man, you're so good at weightlifting." Here's a paintbrush, and and like I I am, it just that, it, that frustrates the hell out of me that you would different. take you would pull someone like that away from. Sure, he's gonna learn skills with Dinjarin, but he is literally built to be this like incredible power in the force and we're never gonna like we can't he's he can't reach that with din i would like to say he's abiding by the force and doing as the force wills it i just don't like that no the force is dave fucking feloni and john favreau and they <laughs> willed it to me so hey, they're, hey, that, that's hey. the issue <laughs> hey force favreau feloni they all start with f let's do I one more Okay, one more. Maybe we if the Kaminoans offered you offered to use you as the template for a new batch of top of the line clones, would you oh, agree fuck. to it? 
That wait, that's it. That's that's just the question. Yep. If the Kaminoans were to ask you, "Hey, you want to be the new boat of the Django Fett for us? Would you do it?" My first question: How much are you paying me? Because mm, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a, a good lot. Question. Actually, you're a smart man. I was thinking already. My first thought was, there doesn't need to be any more of me in this world. Do I share I consciousness? Have, have they developed oh. that? Because if oh. so, if so, Dude. hell yes. Think about how yeah. much I could get done. Yeah. I could watch I, all the things that I haven't watched. I could do all the things. I could. You could play literally. Uh, you could play Tiddlywinks. You know what you would be? You'd be the Zepho Squadron because you'd all be connected. Exactly. You'd have your own force. Central intelligence and Carol Danvers would come and murder me. Like I said earlier, you are the supreme intelligence, sir. Look at that. Full circle like an Ouroboros. Exactly. It always comes back. It always yeah, I think back. I I don't know. There's a lot of things I would need to I'd need to look at the fine print. Because yeah, how much am I getting paid? It seems like Django got paid a fair amount. Like oh yeah. I, they held it like they held him up there or not held him up. They like put him up there yeah. for a while. It seemed they gave him a child and he seemed pretty well outfitted. I don't know how much of that. I mean, he was a bounty hunter, but bounty hunting, there has to have been a reason for him to come and do that. Bounty hunting is a pretty well paying job if you're good at it. And he is good at it. So obviously the paycheck was quite high. So I think, I yeah, it. yeah, I, I would. You you, uh, you made a lot of good points. I'd probably do it too. If I, mean, I never money either, alone, then yeah. I could probably get away with a lot of stuff. And be like, no, nah, I was a clone. Yep. Either you make us have control or not controlled central intelligence. You make us have a shared mind. That way, I can I yeah. can control everyone. I can do whatever I need to. Um, I can go get groceries while I sit here and watch Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like that's that's what I need. That's what I want. Yeah. Or you pay me a lot. I mean, pay me a lot both ways because you're yeah. you're profiting off of me. Or you do it. You pay me a lot, and you guarantee that I will never see another one of them. If there's other clients out there doing their own thing, not making a bad name for me, they have their own individual identities, and I never ever have to interact or see them. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. They can be in Thailand and South Africa and yeah. Melbourne, Florida, God, in Panama City, Florida. It'd be a time, yeah. <laughs> All <Yeah>. over. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'd be great. Think about how many more podcasts I could do. Yeah, Jesus, you'd you'd never be able to keep track of all the stuff you do. Then you can't now. I, uh, yeah, I just want to say it was really convenient that Django Fett was killed the same day the clones like debuted, right? Yeah, he never had to deal. He never had to yeah. deal with thousands of him marching on a battlefield. No, but he Boba did train did, though. them, though, actually. So there's that. Which is even more traumatizing for Boba, right? He doesn't look at them as brothers. He looks he at them look and at he, them as, he sees him and he sees dad. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> like that's, that's crazy. Um, so that was fun. I like that. Now, yeah, yeah, that's another installment of Star Wars Icebreakers. A nice... Yeah. Way to ease into the holiday season. Ask your family coming up this Christmas time if the Kaminoans came to you to base you off of a clone, to base clones off of you, what would you do? I love that. 
I love see that with so Uncle much. Ed or whoever has to say about that. Yeah, get ready for a political debate. Yeah, they'll be like the chemtrails. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, tweet at us at Reckless Rebels. You can also follow us there. In fact, follow us and tweet at us. Do the both. Uh, at Reckless Rebels, R E C K L E S S R E B E L S on the X, formerly known as Twitter. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Leave us a review. And while you're at it, uh, go ahead and make sure that you follow us there, subscribe to us there, whatever the language is to where we automatically hop into your ears every single week that we are here. This has been episode 98, Klein. Two weeks until the big century note we'll see see about that i mean maybe we'll take a holiday break or whatever who knows who knows and come back in the new year but yes we're getting close to 100 i just don't want to put a date on it yet what did i say two weeks or two shows you said two weeks my bad i definitely meant two shows because it would fall like the same exact week as christmas which i'm out of town until like thursday night so uh camping season baby love it can't wait to freeze my butt off in uh, Georgia. But, uh, Klein, where can everyone find you on the socials? You can keep up with me at TheKleinFelt, T-H-E-K-L-E-I-N-F-E-L-T, Twitter, Instagram, and I also host a video game podcast called Controller Club, which, mere hours from recording, right now, we will be doing a podcast live reacting to the Game Awards. The second that that is over, we'll hop on, record a podcast, hopefully get it up as soon as we can so head on over there like subscribe review do all the things yes and uh in terms of our upcoming 100th episode dear listeners please send us and tweet at us your favorite moments tweet at us some uh of your favorite games and if there's that we've done on the show all this is for the not just moments. Yes, game. Yes, okay. Yes, yes. Sorry, okay. Okay. I'm glad you. I'm glad you were thinking. You were there. Like you said it out loud. So I was just Monopoly, trouble. Yeah, you're right. I'm. I was. It was very Big implied. Uno. And I. Oh God. Yeah. That was. That's where our friendship almost was ruined. Klein. Uh, tweet us all those things. And if there's anything specific you want to see, or you want to do, us to do or talk about on the 100th episode, let us know that as well. We are going to try and make it an extravaganza, and I have a very strong feeling, Klein, it's going to be a drunkening. We'll see. Who knows? I got you never a know what can happen. You never know. No, <laughs> no you don't know. Sometimes things a, just happen, but you never I know. I got a feeling that it's gonna be a good good time sentient and droids we've reached the end of the episode remember the force is your ally and a powerful ally it is we have spoken get some twin sunlight and stay hydrated this was podcasting yippee